Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuchinell and me, Susie Mazzoli. This is already week 20 of this year, 2023. Pam's going to let us know all about the week starting Monday, the 15th of May, and I will be back. Yay. Okay. The 15th. So here's the deal. For some of us, sleep may have been, oh, first let me qualify. This is the times I give are Eastern time zone. So depending on where you live, you're going to want to adjust. But what happens is the moon races into the sign of Aries at 3.56 a.m. on Monday the 15th Eastern Time. And for some of us that can jazz up dreams, uh, depending on if you're sleeping or not. But what what's happening is energetically we are moving from what had been the moon in Pisces into the moon in Aries. And in the wee hours of this morning. And the other thing that happened, of course, is Mercury went direct the day before. So many of us, especially people with strong air or fire in their horoscope or or Mercury, very prominent, uh, Virgos, Geminis, can feel a whoosh on this day where I've got to get up, do things, make things happen, early rising, boom, boom, boom. The thing, the qualifier again here, (laughs) that's a word I'm using for this morning, is that we may be a little not exactly clear on where we're running and why we're going. And so what's really important if you can pre-plan is to know what your agenda is on the 15th because there can be a lot of tugs from other factors that can derail or pull or coax. And we don't want to be running in wrong directions, expending more energy than we really need to expend. That being said, This can be a highly creative day for dreaming, for putting together concepts, for pulling kind of ideas out of the ether. It's inspired. It's, It's passionate. And for some of us, depending on our birth horoscope, especially the late afternoon, evening can feel as though my needs aren't getting met or things that I want or desire are not jiving 
with what I actually need to make myself feel comfortable or fulfilled in the world. A classic example would be someone who makes a good amount of money but doesn't find satisfaction in her job. Another classic example is someone who's in a relationship that is quite passionate, but the partner doesn't show up or follow through or bring in what's necessary to create stability in the relationship or the reverse, stability, but no passion. So these are extreme or metaphors, but they, you know, they, they track in, in the lives of many of us, especially those of us who do have a disparity between the, the moon and the planet Venus in our, our natal horoscope. It's how do we jive? How do we reconcile parts of ourselves that want very different things? in life. So this can be a time of reflection or bringing that up. And it's nothing's, it's not that things are necessarily bad or good. It's that the question becomes, how do you reconcile if there's disparity? How do you make things more fulfilling in your personal life. And if that's something that's a theme of this day that's coming up, first example, okay, you have a job where you make a lot of money, but you're not feeling a sense of creative or, or purpose fulfillment, then use your spare time to volunteer to paint to do things that allow you that sense of fulfillment what's the point of making a lot of money if you can't then find ways to refresh or give back and these are things that may have to take a while to figure out. And it's not a time of immediate action. Again, Mercury just went retrograde. We're heading towards that new moon that happens later in the week. But it is a time where we might reflect or or pay attention to certain things that are demanding attention to for us at this point in time. And with the moon in Aries, it can feel very hot. It can feel as though... I want your attention now. I want you to think about this now. And so the important thing is to give it some credibility and say to yourself, I will continue to address this over time. I'm not going to make an immediate decision or quit my job or relationship or derail my life. You might, depending on other transits that are happening to your personal horoscope, but this is not necessarily advisable at this point in time for the general public. So the when the moon is in the sign of Aries, especially uh, including tomorrow, is uh, Tuesday the 16th, is by all means find ways to move that chi in positive ways uh, exercise if you've um, if you tend to be a little more on the sedentary side uh, take a walk do things that 
get your body in motion as much as your body is comfortable being. Not a time of extremes, as I said, but a time when you want to recognize that you are in the physical and how do you how do you bring the balance of the energy that's going through you with the actual physical body that you're in? So on the 16th Tuesday, this is a big day because Jupiter enters the sign of Taurus. And so what we are uh, experiencing when this happens is a shift where the planet that has to do with optimism, expansion, moves into the sign that has to do with uh, earthy stability and follow through and stick to And so with that going on, we're leaving the time when Yes, in the stock market, it's gone up and down and up and down and very spontaneous and it's up, but, you know, where is it today and where is it going? Once it moves into the sign of uh, Taurus, Jupiter is seeking uh, places of more um, solvency, stability. So we will see, I mean, I'm not, as I've said before, a financial astrology, but I, I certainly pay attention to this. So what will be happening thematically over time, and we'll certainly notice it in real estate, is that there's more of a stability that occurs and an increase in desirability for things that have uh, a material nature. And so this always reflects in real estate. If prices have been like crazy high, then they get to a point where they become more where people can invest and do that affordability thing. Uh, Depending on your horoscope, this can be a time when it's better to sell property or buy property. There are kind of general rules on these things, but overall, we will notice over the next few months more of a stability that happens with um, how people buy and sell things. The erratic energy that has been all over the place the past um, year And when I say year, I'm talking about the Jupiterian year because Jupiter roughly covers a year in a sign. So here we are moving into Taurus at at this point in the spring. So you can basically reflect what's been going on spring to spring over the past year. So for people who have Taurus strong in their horoscope, uh, earth signs, this uh, the Jupiter is going to bring this sense of um, abundance in, whatever that means for you. It may not mean money necessarily, but it can mean a sense of optimism or uh, opportunity of wanting to expand a bit more with what's going on in your lives. And 
uh, you can look at your horoscope, see where Jupiter is traveling as it moves from Aries to Taurus. And that will tell you a lot about what the focus is over this year, especially with things that have to do with a sense of how do I seek, expand, grow, find opportunities, maybe uh, a little too much for some of us, the very Jupiterian types who tend to be, my father used to say, a, um, oh gosh, he had so many quotes, but one of them was, uh, um, an optimist should never go into business. I don't know if I quite agree with him, but there is truth in what he, he was saying in that you also have to look um, under the hood of the car, not just how shiny and beautiful it is. So, so the 16th overall, a very exuberant day, a passionate day, but again, Back to the what I was mentioning about on Monday, proceed with a bit of caution. You don't want to move too fast necessarily into something that you haven't really um, invested, researched, understood. And there can be a frustration anger factor that runs through these couple of days, especially for people who feel like they've been held back or, or stopped. On Wednesday, the 17th, those of us who rise early in the morning before dawn, um, again, this anger threshold is very high. And so we want to release and make sure we discharge anything that's kind of um, a little too hot for what we want to really express. The moon goes void, of course, at 5.10 a.m. the morning of the 17th, and it enters the sign of Taurus at 8.28 a.m. So those few hours when the moon is void, of course, are best spent doing things already uh, in process. Don't start anything new necessarily. I mean, again, this can be different depending on your horoscope, but this is the general rules, and uh, that it's better to kind of clean up, purge, get ready for the next uh, cycle when that moon enters Taurus. When the moon enters Taurus on Wednesday and uh, Thursday, we are in very, very nice energy. As I mentioned, Jupiter has gone into Taurus. So that's a quite delicious um, uh, awakening that occurs. It's exact at 8.47 a.m. When the moon is conjunct the planet Jupiter. And so what happens at that point is we get this woof, uh, whoosh of a sense of I, you know, it can happen, it's it's coming in, I, I can feel it, and that's all wonderful. The thing is that we also have to balance the power because when you're dealing with an engine of energy and a lot of optimism, you have to, you have to know, back to what my dad said, you have to know where you're putting those investments. Are you covering yourself? Are you putting in the whole enchilada? Because that may not be what you absolutely should or is wise to do. So temper, temper, temper 
whatever is coming in because you can be challenged either by yourself or, or another authority or, or a strong arm that comes in and says, no, basta, you know, this isn't going to work here. But overall, this is a day when there is a, a tremendous ability to move with something that you are going for, especially the steadfast path. This isn't about, you know, running forward. This is about the steadfast path. Now, we are in um, dark of moon time, especially when we get to the 18th. Uh, the new moon happens on the 19th. So in this period, waning moon cycle, dark of moon, balsamic moon, this is a period when we are finishing up. So we're, it's more about the, the thrust of this is where I'm putting my energy now to complete, 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 so that when I get into that next lunar cycle, I can pull up and really launch. And it doesn't mean that you can't start things at this point in time, but if you really can move more when the new moon is happening and we're next in, in the next waxing moon cycle, that's the ideal to place it at that point in time. So when does that happen? So that's the 19th Friday. The moon is, uh, the new moon occurs at 11.53 a.m. It's in the sign of Taurus. And that morning is absolutely tremendous for either totally wrapping up and putting the bows on something that you've worked on quite some time or really making that segue into whatever the new thing is um, because it's it's really a wonderful time to revisit especially something that you have been building on and that you're going to really launch or push out over the next few weeks, months, year, uh, really strong. And the other thing that when this moon has been in the sign of Taurus on the 17th and the 18th, and it's finishing up on the 19th, is these are delicious days to just really appreciate all the wonderful things that are in our lives as being incarnate bodies, sense, taste, hugs, um, being in nature, art, music. I, I mean, uh, the sign of Taurus, when the moon's in Taurus, and yes, we can appreciate these things every day of our lives, but the absolute sensual pleasure of being alive is always magnified at this point in time. The moon goes void, of course, at 1.51 p.m. on Friday the 19th. And then we have uh, a little less than an hour before it enters Gemini at 2.48 p.m. So if possible, that void, of course, period with that moon in Taurus is really just really wonderful to just just rest, have a siesta uh, with flowers and music and 
or just enjoy a lovely cup of tea, if possible. If you're in the middle of buzz at work, just at least give yourself a glance out the window or maybe gaze at if you're wearing a bracelet that has a beautiful stone on it or um, somebody's got on a, a delicious color. Just, just rest your eyes on something that just anchors you in the physical world. When the moon's entered Gemini, this is carries us through this weekend, buzzy weekend, a lot going on. Uh, the evening of Friday um, can be very dynamic. Uh, Want to make a lot of connections, and, and some of us may those who like to go down that rabbit hole of research or, or finding things out, really strong for that. On the uh, 20th, Saturday, uh, Mars enters Leo. And this just looks to me like an active day, a day when people want to um, run around, do things, have conversations. Really important to note, there's a picture in the sky with Mars and Pluto. So especially those of us who have strong Mars-Pluto aspects in our horoscope, these are people who basically have um, powerful engines within their, within their being. They just are power magnets, for better or worse. And so when there's a picture in the sky that's mirroring something that's within us, it's important to note that. And if you see yourself getting into some sort of power struggle or some kind of dynamic that is very intense, uh, it's important to gain perspective if possible. That moon in Gemini can help a lot with dialogue and just really getting all the information that's necessary uh, because we want to uh, we want to bring in some air in situations that can feel very intense very um, you said he said I said this is mine this is yours uh, and and the kind of struggles that don't get people to see options or openings. And so that is a valuable piece. If you feel yourself overwhelmed by something that's going on, I can't stress enough the value of meditation, staring at a body of water, being in a body of water. This is just a really good weekend to allow yourself some float time. Uh, Sunday, the 21st, I, again, I, I wouldn't make any hasty decisions, even though the new moon happened on Friday, which when it, it was in the sign of Taurus, gave us a lot of ability to see the big picture. Once it moves into Gemini, there is just so much happening. Uh, our ability to really sift and discern well is not as keen as we may think it is. And this is especially dangerous for air signs who think they have so much objectivity and analytical ability. And they do, we do, I must say, because we have an air sign. But 
when with the stuff going on in the sky uh, over this weekend, we can get cloudy, not really see things as well as we think we are. So meditate, reflect, gain perspective. And the moon goes for it, of course, 6.12 p.m. on Sunday the 21st. And it enters Cancer not until 11.28 p.m. So those hours when it is void, of course, especially valuable to not do any of the decision-making, finish tasks up, uh, regenerate, do things that are good for you to kind of clear the decks for what comes in uh, as the next week unfolds. And now I turn it over to Susie. Wow, what a lot in one week. Always. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I invite everyone. Thank you, Pam. I invite everyone for our meditation, our contemplation. So just take a moment to find a place of stillness, take a few deeper breaths, and let us settle into ourself. And let's find that place now of personal power, the place within us that is just us, our own unique, our own specific personal power. And you might want to bring your attention to the area of the solar plexus that is the point in your torso where your ribs come together at the middle, the xiphoid process, and behind that point inside you is your stomach. This is the chakra of the sun. It is the beautiful yellow light chakra. It's responsible for our digestion. And it's also responsible, the energy center of what we might call the ego, our sense of self. I like to think of it as our personality. It has to do with our self-confidence. And we could think of that as courage. And if you are someone that is perhaps needing some more self-confidence, needing some more courage, needing some more energy there to boost your self-confidence, or if you fall to the other side where you have too much bravado, too much selfishness, then this is a wonderful place to balance ourselves. 
to balance ourselves as individuals as we are incarnated here in this physical form, this body that we think of as a self, as a me, and we see ourselves as separate to other beings. Just bring your attention to that place and if you like, you can place your hands just one palm on top of the other. So it's not your hand but actually your palm that is on top of that area, the solar plexus, one palm on top of the other. And you can visualise that coming out of your palms is a beautiful light, yellow light, and also inside you, inside the centre of your being there, is also a ball of yellow light. And as we concentrate on the colour of the light, we are creating that frequency within our body. As we imagine the colour, we're creating that energy in our body. And that energy brings about the balance, the balance within our self-confidence so that we can be strong, have personal power, be able to assert ourselves, be able to look after ourselves and have the courage to speak up, but coming from a place always of compassion, coming from a place of community, and selflessness, understanding. And as we have our hands now on the solar plexus, we can think of it as an inner sun, an inner sun that now is expanding its energy and sending rays of light throughout our entire body. And you can visualise these like the rays of sunlight reaching all the way down through your organs beneath your stomach, throughout your torso, down through your thighs, through your legs, through your feet, reaching out into the earth beneath you. And then the rays of sunlight reaching out to the sides, to all of your other organs, reaching out through your skin of your torso and reaching out to the world around you. The rays of light reaching up through your upper torso, through your heart, through your lungs. Reaching up through your shoulders, out through your arms, up through your neck and through your head, up to the sky above you. And you can visualise with each breath 
as you inhale in and exhale out, that you are strengthening the energy of this light, this beautiful yellow light throughout your entire being, giving you power and allowing you to have a steadfast path, allowing you to have stability within yourself and seeing clearly with the light of this internal sun, seeing clearly your life, your path, seeing clearly what it is that is in front of you, that you would like to do, where you would like to take action, where you would like to assert your personal power and bring about positive, helpful changes in your own life that will in turn help others. As we take a few deeper breaths, again, feeling that beautiful yellow light reaching through all of our body, reaching up especially now into our brain so that we have the clarity and the sensibility to stay on this path, to have the determination and the discipline to stay clearly on this path for ourselves. And then bringing that beautiful yellow light clearly down into our legs so that we can walk this path with courage, with strength, with flexibility. If we need to jump, if we need to skip, if we need to hop, if we need to walk slowly, seeing that our legs are strong and powerful and can take us forward on this steadfast path. Allowing this energy now to move all the way through us and out into all the world around us. May all sentient beings enjoy the energy of this beautiful yellow light, helping them to move forward. Taking a few deeper breaths, gently opening our eyes. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank you, everyone. And we will be with you next week. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again 
for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.